Hashtag murder may contain explicit and disturbing material and may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. to hashtag murder i'm scar i'm alex and we're millennials who love murder and amazing fantastic and disgustingly awful cults <laughs> love a good cult oh this I'm is here a, for it listen we got a special one for you guys oh my yeah i'm ready and my phone is literally about to die so i will not have these notes in front of me i love it when she does that <laughs> Uh, usually I just kind of read them as we go along, but it's not going to be able to happen this no, time. No, the shock factor is going to be there. Yeah. Oh, real quick. <laughs> real quick. <laughs> before we get into it, uh, right before you came over, Dustin got a wild hair and moved to Lowe's because mm-hmm. he wanted to get some mulch for his garden. <laughs> <laughs> and we went there and they didn't have any mulch. And then Derek called us. Hold on. <laughs> He called you guys? He called us because he didn't know that we had left. And Derek asked where we went and Dustin said, <laughs> he said, oh, well, we just cruised on up to Lowe's to get some disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> and he just said it and he didn't laugh and I laughed and I thought it was funny. But... Poor Dusty. <laughs> he was so disappointed that they didn't have any mulch. Oh my God. <laughs> He's such an old man. For his garden. I know. Oh, man. But anywho, we're... Oh, oh. thanks, Lily. <laughs> oh, that might have been Duck. Oh, we brought Alex oh, yes. Ducky over. I brought my niece. To hang out with her cousins. Yes, and they're having a blast. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, Ollie just wants to hump her. <laughs> she is pretty. I, I get it. She's, she's a pretty, a pretty puppy. Dog. She's a pretty puppy. And she's not fixed. No, she's not fixed. She is fertile Myrtle right now. She is. Oh, we're but... keep keeping her away from the, the non-fixed boys. Yeah. Uh, but Lily's having a very good time. Yeah, Duck's having a good time. She's like running around. We'll share a picture of them on the uh, the pod. I know. Not the they pod, were... the, the Instagram. You keep For the, the pod. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, they were both sitting with their little feet. Feet crossed. Little feet crossed hanging, on the couch. Hanging over the couch. It was real cute. <laughs> It's like Duck learned it from her just in the five minutes. She oh, was Duck there. does that at home. That's how she greets you whenever you wake up in the morning. She uh, hangs over the back of the couch and says, hi, oh, give me attention. What a sweetie. Mm-hmm. I love it. Our dogs are the best. Our dogs are the best. George, though. so much. George is George superior. Is the best. He is King George. He, he is. is a good boy. He's a good boy. With three boy. legs. I know. With his three little leggies. Oh, they're chunky little leggies, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's very sweet. But anyway, speaking of things not sweet, we're going to talk about Charles Manson today. Whoa. Yep. And uh, shout out to Laura for helping me with research (gasps) because my guy was a lot. He was a lot. He is a lot. And his, quote, family members were also a lot. Okay. The whole family's a lot. All right. This is the most fucked up family you've ever met. (laughs) I'm so excited. Not even a family, but a family. And to no one's surprise, I really don't know anything about him. I almost know nothing no. about him. The only thing I remember is him, and it wasn't even actually him. It was him and Mindhunter. Oh. So an actor. When de- he, like, ate the bird him. or something? He threw it into the fan. <laughs> yes. I remember that. Yeah. That's the only thing I know of him. That's so, something he uh, would still do. Or yeah. would do. Yeah. Is he dead? Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Why are you spoiling it? Oh, I'm not. I'll cut Don't this part spoil out. Don't <laughs> 
anyway, <laughs> let's get into Charlie. Did you do you remember the YouTube thing? Charlie, you bit my finger. Ouch, Charlie. Ouch, Charlie. That really hurt. <laughs> That's what we're gonna name the episode. Ouch, Charlie. <laughs> that really hurt. Also, hey, UK people. <gasps> Hi, UK people. I was not making fun of your accent. I love it. We love it. We love it. Oh, y'all are so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Love a good British accent. That's okay, true. Sorry, keep going. I do follow a um. Don't judge me. It's a Harry Potter podcast. It's called HP Theory, and the the host is British, and his voice is wonderful. HP Theory. HP Shout Theory. Out. Shout okay. out to you. I love you. Yeah. Is it like conspiracy theories regarding to it's Harry like, Potter? It's like character. Th- it's a bunch of stuff. So it's like hey. character theories. He'll do book thoughts. Just oh. like just random stuff, and oh, I, I, enjoy, I enjoy it. Okay. All yes. Right, shout cool. out to you, HP Theory. Hey. Anyway. All right. Let's do it. Charles Manson. Oh, God. Was born November 12th, 1934. Oh, Scorpio. 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 Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. We're not really shocked here. No. no. Oh. Yep. Anyway, his, his name wasn't Charles Manson when he was born. Oh. Name was No Name. Oh, he didn't yeah. have a name. Yes, his wonderful birth canal. I'm not, she's not really a mother, so we're just going to call her birth canal. Okay. Uh, was 16-year-old Kathleen Maddox in Cincinnati, Ohio. Was it yep. because she was a teenager or because she's garbage? Both. Oh, yep. okay. All right. So Kathleen was working as a sex worker at the time, and yeah, he actually didn't have a name until he was like four weeks old, five weeks old. Yeah. I've read varied things where it's like he was a year old before he had a name, which oh. I find very hard to believe. Like, how are you going to call your baby? Just baby. Baby. Yeah. No name. Dude. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> baby bruh baby bruh baby bruh baby that's, what, that's what Braden would baby boop. baby <laughs> baby boob <laughs> okay so yeah he's off to a great start yeah he doesn't even have a fucking name okay that's so, fantastic yep so uh manson never knew his biological father and his father is likely not confirmed but likely to be a man by the name of colonel walker henderson scott senior oh so we don't even know who his dad is no that's oh, who she thinks the dad is though because she was having an affair with him because okay. he was married yeah yep and she was he's 16 colonel Yes. Okay. And he would have been about 24 at the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So he was from Cattlesburg, Kentucky. The Tuck. Yeah. Do you He's know where Cattlesburg is? I do not. It sounds like Eastern Kentucky. <laughs> Based on the name. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but I have no idea. I don't know where that is. Well, our girl Kathleen, she filed a paternity suit against him. And when Kathleen told the colonel she was pregnant, the colonel told Kathleen that he hadn't had business and he had been called away. Uh, He's like, I gotta go. He's Sorry. Town. Okay. And she never saw him again. Oh. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, it had oh, been no. like several months and she didn't hear a word from him. Oh. So I'm pretty sure he just he told just you left. that. He just left you. Yeah. yeah he wasn't uh, coming back. Because he was married. Yeah. Okay. So Kathleen ends up marrying a guy named William Eugene Manson, a.k.a. or Charles. Hence the name. Yep. Okay. In August 1934, a few months before Charlie was born. She's still 16. Okay. William worked at a dry cleaning business, and unfortunately for Charlie, Kathleen was not really like a loving or doting mother. She spent most of her time going out drinking and drug binging with her brother Luther. Well, she's 16. Yeah, and Can we uh, really expect anything more out of a sixteen-year-old. Yeah. Well, okay, well, like maybe so, not the drugs and shit, <laughs> not the drugs and shit, or but like maybe maybe grow up and take care of your child. Yeah, you, you did decide to have the child. That's true, and keep it. Yeah. 
So that would leave Charlie with, you know, various babysitters, whoever the fuck she can find to babysit him. Okay. William ended up filing for divorce from Kathleen after alleged gross neglect of duty. Oh. Which I took that to be she wasn't taking care of the house or Charlie or him. So he's like, you're not being motherly or doting to even me or the baby. Yeah. Bye. Okay. All right. So this is how Charles became to retain the name Manson. Okay. Because originally he was actually given his mom's last name, which is Maddox. And well, you know, he was like, oh. mom was like, I think I don't want my daughter or not my daughter. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want my son to yeah. technically be a bastard, even though he's a bastard. So she swapped his name. Yeah. Also, I think I'm is glad, what happened. Yeah. I'm glad she didn't ruin the last name Maddox because I really like that name. Uh, I think that's a great name. I is. know there's lots of babies being named Maddox right now. Um, There's a famous baseball player named Maddox. <gasps> For who? He was with the Braves, the Cubs, and Dodgems. Ah, the Dodgems. Greg Maddox. Oh, oh, Greg. That's a bad name. Okay, well, Maddox <laughs> is his last name. Oh, but Maddox is a great name. Okay, all right. Well, anyway, uh, his mother, Kathleen, actually once, this is my favorite story. Okay. She traded Charlie for a pitcher of beer at a bar. <laughs> what? The waitress- like gave him away for a pitcher of beer? Yes. <laughs> The server okay. that was taking care of them thought that baby boy, Charlie, was cute. Was cute. <laughs> and she talked about wanting kids of her own eventually. And Kathleen was like, well, a pitcher of beer and he's all yours. What? And she left the baby with the server. <laughs> Charlie's uncle. Wait, um, how old was he? Like a, a year? A couple months old. Not very old at all. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, not even a year old. Charlie's <laughs> uncle eventually tracked him down like a couple days later and got him back. Oh, okay. Which is also shocking because his uncle's a piece of shit. Oh. His whole family's a piece of shit. It's great. Uh, yeah. But so, he was like, you traded your boy for, for beer? beer? What the fuck, you hoe? I'm going to have to go get him back. I got to go find this fucking baby somewhere. This goddamn baby that Honestly, you just had to have. He should have just left her with the wait left him with the waitress. He, he probably, probably would have he probably would have been okay. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. So Manson's family never had a ton of money, so he didn't really get a whole lot of like birthday or Christmas gifts. Oh, which uh, is sad. But one year, he okay. actually got a Superman hairbrush when? that his grandma told him, which is this is like story is really cute. Yeah. Till it's not. Oh. But she okay. told him that if he brought his hair enough with this brush he would be able to fly which is such a cute grandma story to tell that is sweet um but since kids are dicks the neighborhood kids made fun of him for this so charlie being charlie gathered up all of their christmas gifts so the neighbors okay set them on fire (gasps) (laughs) yes he was like fuck you guys and your christmas gifts he lit all the presents on yep. fire wait hold on like grinch style like he went <laughs> yeah he stole all their christmas gifts Brought lit them, them on fire side and lit them on fire lit them on fire okay yep <laughs> okay oh boy so yep. this is an this is an early beginning mm-hmm okay yeah he was all deranged right. from the get-go yeah so Kathleen and Luther's girlfriend, Luther, is her, Kathleen's brother. Okay. So Kathleen, her brother, and his girlfriend, Julia, were out drinking at a bar one night. All right. Where they meet a guy who assumed, they assumed anyway, was a rich guy. Based on the way that he looked, talked, okay. was dressed, all that good stuff. Yeah. And Kathleen and Julia called Luther to let him know. And he told them to lure the rich guy to a gas station where Luther would be waiting. Oh, 
right. Luther had taken a ketchup bottle and filled it up with salt and stuck it to the guy's back and told him it was a gun. Like a weapon? Like a weapon. Like stuck it to the guy's oh. back and like it was heavy and told him to give him all his money. Okay. The guy ended up figuring out it wasn't a real gun. And so Luther smashes the bottle over his head, oh, robs him, and steals the guy's car. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh my! Yeah, the uh, and this is his mom, her it, brother, and his, his wife, his girlfriend, girlfriend, so Luther's girlfriend. Yep. Okay. Uh, the local newspaper, the Charleston Gazette Mail, because they're not this Charleston; they're in West Virginia. Oh, called oh, it that Charleston. That Charleston. Charleston. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that dark, scary place. Scary Charleston <laughs> that you don't want to go to. Okay. Hell, people, Charleston. <laughs> they called it the ketchup bottle holdup. Oh. Which is uh, huh. hilarious. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Kathleen ends up getting five years for this, and Luther got ten. Okay. So, bye-bye, Charlie. Your mom's in jail. Oh. And so is your Uncle Luther. Okay. So, Charlie, upon this information, was sent to live with his super-religious Aunt Glenna and Uncle Bill in West Virginia. That's great. Same Uncle Bill that rescued him from the server, oh, who he shit. was traded to for beer. <laughs> the one... Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Charlie would have been about okay. five or six or seven at this time all right now he's been taken in by some you know established adults it's good for charlie right i don't think so no it's not you're right <laughs> i don't think it's gonna be a good thing uh charlie was made uh... to visit his mom pretty frequently in prison which yeah. he didn't like because it was traumatizing and like intimidating for him because he's already like, kind of small for a kid and like scrawny yeah and, i like... feel like if you were a kid going to yeah, it's, it's just scary. Like, I mean, I guess I would want my kids to visit me if I was in jail, but I don't think I would. I'd be like, don't, I, don't come I, visit me. I'll write you letters. Yeah, but it's I a don't very want intimidating place. Yeah. Even if you're an adult. It's, yes, I hated delivering pizza to the jail. You can deliver pizza to the jail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for yeah. the guards or they for the order it all the time. Both. Yeah. The well. Okay. Hold what? On. So the guards would order all the time, but we'd have these gigantic prison orders that were for the whole prison, and we would have to get to work at like five in the morning to start making these pizzas, and they'd be cold by the time they got there. Don't get me wrong, they wouldn't. I be guess they just throw them in the oven, and no, well, they don't care. They're just giving it to prisoners. So yeah. They're like, "Fuck you." Here's well, cold we made pizza. Like five hundred pizzas for these Jesus prisoners. Jesus Christ! <laughs> How many cars do you have to take to deliver? Them? A lot, like. Six or seven. Jesus. <laughs> like a van. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, we sure did, though. It was a thing. Pizza party at the jail. <laughs> yeah. Pizza party prison. <laughs> well, Charlie, he was complaining about how he didn't like visiting his mom in prison. Yeah. He's like, it's scary. I don't like it. He's five. Can't blame him. Yeah. Well, his Uncle Bill called him a sissy and said he acted girly. So he would eventually drag Charlie inside the prison even when he didn't want to go. Oh. Fucking, yeah. That's not good for a psyche. Yeah, and then to go with this, on the first day of school, first grade, Charlie's uncle made him dress as a girl because he was, you know, a sensitive. He thought he was little, a quote-unquote sissy. Sissy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so he was put in his cousin's dress and went to school. Oh. Yeah. That's not nice. Uh, Charlie's first grade teacher wasn't really any better, and she was super, super strict. And one person even stated she ran her classroom like a prison. Oh. First okay. graders. Like, it's fucking first yeah. graders. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she would actually sort the kids in class based on their intelligence. Oh. So. That's, that's great. That's love fantastic. That. You love that? <laughs> so the, the quote, 
dumb kids would go to the, the back, back of the class. Yeah, yep. sure. And, and the, the smart, smart kids at the front. front. Yeah. Yep. Guess where Charlie was placed? In the back. In the back. Yep. Okay. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Of course. What year is this? The fucking seventies. First, first grade. Uh, no, he's he was born nineteen thirty-four, so it'd be about nineteen forty. He was born in thirty-four. Yeah. Did you just tell me that? Yes. <laughs> Thirty-four. I thought he was born in like the sixties. No. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. All right. I'm yeah. on the same page. <laughs> yep. So uh, that's dur- fucked up, though. Yeah, and that's he's, not good. It's not good. It's we're at age six, and so it's not good. <sighs> so during school, Charlie started developing his uh, manipulation skills. Ah, uh, a family okay. friend gave an interview to Oxygen and said that Charlie would get girls in his class to beat up kids that he didn't like or bullied him. And when the teachers would talk to him about this, he would just say that the girls were doing what he asked and he couldn't be in trouble for the actions that they took. Well, that's, yeah. yeah. That's Foreshadowing. <laughs> gonna say that i feel like i say that every episode uh teachers were astonished and like couldn't believe that he had the mental capacity to convince other kids to commit violence on each other at like such a young age pretty impressive six years old and he's like know what you're gonna do yeah you're gonna fucking beat the shit out of that kid because i don't like him he stole my cheerios oh yeah i used to kick boys that were in my fifth grade class of course that was under no one's rule but my own but yours (laughs) yeah you're like fuck you i'm so sorry Kick. Casey and Josh. I'm so sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm publicly apologizing. At least you didn't poison anybody with antifree. <laughs> the only antifree. The only antifree. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but uh. violence and manipulation was not the only thing that Charlie was attracted to as a kid. Oh. He also started developing his liking for music at this time. Oh. Which is a good thing to get That's into. That's a good therapy. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing to be doing. Okay. Yep. Um, a lot of people speculate that if he had become the, like, professional and famous, like, musical artist that he wanted to be, yeah. he wouldn't have ever murdered people. Oh. Mm-hmm. But who the fuck knows? So, his aunt and uncle had an older piano in their home that he would often practice on, and he was already, like, picking up and practicing the type of music that oh. he would end that would end up becoming popular in, like, much later years. Oh. So he was getting a hang for it, and he didn't even know that it was going to be popular yet. Oh, cool. All right. He was a huge fan of Bing Crosby and Frank Sinatra, oh, yeah. and says that they were the reason he tried to become a musician. Okay. Which is good that people, checks out. Good people to look up to. Yeah. Um, so eventually, his music skills wouldn't make him a professional artist, but they did help him attract some of the f- members of his family. Oh. Okay. Along with the preachings of his ideals. Some people think the fact that Charlie didn't become a musician is what enraged him enough to become a violent cult leader. Okay. So he was like, fuck the man. I'm taking him down. Taking him down. Taking down some people with me. Yep. All because I did not become the Beach Boys. Okay. All right. So, going back a little bit to Charlie's childhood, eventually, Mama of the Year, Kathleen, gets out of jail. Oh. Charlie, at this point, is just really craving the attention of his mother and not really getting it. He's also been living with his abusive aunt and uncle uncle. last decade while his mom was imprisoned. Yeah. Uh, So, Charlie spent most of his days skipping school, and Kathleen spent her time getting drunk. Oh, boy. So, nothing a whole lot has changed. Great. She was actually eventually arrested for grand larceny, but never convicted. Oh. The family ended up moving to Indianapolis, and Kathleen married a name named Lewis, who, so romantic, they yeah. met at an AA meeting. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right, they're <laughs> helping each other. Yeah, isn't or that a rule, though? Or in, they're hurting each in, other. I think in AA, you're not supposed to date each other. I could no. be wrong, though. 
it could, you know, it could be a little bit toxic. A little bit, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Kathleen okay. worked regular jobs every now and then, but she typically would fall back on working as a sex worker. Because okay. that's what she knew. Yeah. Later on, Charlie talks about this being in his autobiography and says that it never bothered him that his mother was a sex worker. Oh. And, like, the, the way he states this, I'm like, wow, that's very, I don't know, mature of you to think of it like, this way. poignant? Okay. He says, quote, to me, a class whore is about as honest as the person there is on earth. Oh. She has a commodity that is hers alone. She asks a price for it. If the price is agreeable, the customer is happy, girl has a rent, and grocery money. So he's like, hey, that's how she's getting by and paying her bills. That's what she has to do. Cool by me. Yeah. Which I thought was huh. very mature. It's a very understanding view, Charlie. Good. And I appreciate that. Yep. Yeah. The only thing we appreciate about you. <laughs> We don't appreciate much much else. <laughs> yeah, not much else, but we appreciate that. Okay. All right. So at age 13 in 1947, Charlie was sent to the Gabalt School for Boys in Terry Hot. Terre Haute, in yeah. Indiana. Oh, okay. Because his mother told a judge that she didn't want to take care of him anymore. Oh. How sweet, right? Huh. Wait, I thought she. I thought he was with the aunt and uncle. No, he's, uh, when Kathleen got out of jail, he uh... went and started living with Kathleen. Yep. Okay. All right. Got you. So, this is also the school where William Herons, aka the lipstick killer, went Whoa. as well. Who's yeah. that? Serial killer. Oh, all mm-hmm. right. I don't know much about him. Uh, I Googled it when I was doing this case, and then I don't remember anything from about him. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird. Which is very weird. You, you usually I remember. Usually I remember. Okay, we'll have to come back to him. But basically, uh, this was a school for delinquent and wayward boys. Uh-huh. Ran by the one and only Catholic priest. Oh, oh great. Love yes, him. Love, love it. a good Catholic priest. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Manson actually escaped the school at one point, ran back to his mother, and since it was Christmas break, they just let him stay out, and she spent the holidays with him. Oh. Yep. Okay. And I was like, that's kind of sweet, but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, School to be home for Christmas. Okay. He's like, I miss my mommy. Yeah. Well, Christmas vacation. I get it. Has he done anything bad yet? Not Well, besides setting... I think I got lost. (laughs) So... Sorry. Allegedly, he chased his cousin that he lived with around the house with a razor. Oh. But I couldn't find anything to corroborate that, so I don't know if okay. he actually did that. But he also set his neighbor's Christmas presents on fire. Oh, shit. Because he did do that. <laughs> You're right. I forgot about that. But uh, okay. this is when he starts to be real, real bad, Charlie. Because oh, at first, dopey. we're just kind of like weird Charlie. Like, kind of bad Charlie. Kind of naughty Charlie. Uh-oh. Now we're naughty getting to... Naughty Charlie. Naughty Charlie. <laughs> and now we're going to get to... Delinquent Bad. Charlie. <laughs> Bad Charlie. Bad Charlie. Uh, so, okay. schools like this are known for their violent behavior towards the kids they housed. Yeah. And Manson stated on multiple occasions that he was raped by the prison guards and other kids in the school. Even the smallest infraction of the rules at this school would lead to beatings. And typically, it would either be with a leather belt or wooden spoon. What is with these schools? I feel like was it American Horror Story or it was like an oh, offshoot yeah, yeah, yeah. of American Horror Story? Oh, they uh they had American I don't remember the name of the like season, but it was based out of a psych ward. Yeah, that had closed down. Yeah, it was kind of like that. And why was this a thing? I, is it's it? F- it's not still a thing, right? We don't still do this, do um, we? I'm sure there's some some of it going on, but not as bad as it was. Yeah, that was that's bonkers. Yeah. So Charlie spent most of his childhood in reform schools or jail for petty theft and stealing cars. 
Because our boy, he loves to steal cars. And in two instances, he actually stole cars and drove them over state lines. Oh, which makes no, no. It makes it a federal offense. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, like if I took the car and I drove it from here to Savannah, Georgia, federal offense. Oh. Even though it's only like an hour away. As soon as you go over state lines, you're fucked. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's a weird rule. Okay. So, less than a year after the uh, Christmas vacation incident, okay. Manson escapes again, runs away to Indy, and commits his first ever known crime of robbing a grocery store. Oh, he's very good at escaping. He's very good he's at escaping. He's good at getting out. He's so squirrely. I feel like he could he's just like squirrely. squeeze through the bars because he's also really yeah, little. Can get out of there. Okay. Uh, he initially only robbed the grocery store because he was hungry and looking for something to eat. Oh, but okay. he ends up finding a cigar box with about 100 bucks cash inside, which is equivalent to about 1200 bucks today. Oh, shit. I'd, be, little, taking, I'd be scooping that up immediately. Nice little stimulus <laughs> payment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's so, funny. So Charlie uh. stole the cash and used it to buy food and rent a room on Skid Row. Oh. In Los Angeles. We got all the way to California. Got all I was the way to California. hitchhiking, I guess. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So. Or I guess he could have stolen a car. Yeah, maybe. Well, he didn't get arrested for anything. No. Okay. Just so, sorry. for a while after this, Manson worked as a delivery boy for Western Union. It's like a money delivery thing. Like Uber for cash. (laughs) Okay. But eventually, that got a little too quiet and boring for him. So he started stealing things in order to make some more cash on the side. Uh, Charlie was eventually caught and charged. And a judge sent him to live in another reform school. Because it's going so well. In Omaha, Nebraska. How old is he now? I feel like he's been in three different uh, boys' homes. He's like a teen. Or like preteen. Preteen. Oh. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, after only spending four days at the school, not even a fucking week, okay. he and another student he had befriended, Blackie Nielsen, stole a gun and a car. Oh, okay. They used both the gun and the car to commit armed robberies while fleeing to Nielsen's uncle's house in Peoria, Illinois. Whoa. Nielsen's uncle was a known thief and took the boys on as uh, apprentices oh. to learn the family business oh. of stealing shit. Interesting. Manson was later caught by Illinois police two weeks later while robbing a retail store. Okay. While being investigated for that crime, he was also linked to two other armed robberies and was sent to another reform school called the Indiana Boys School. Okay. He's all over the fucking place. He can't place. stay out. No. He can't, he can't help himself. Which is sad because we'll, we'll figure that out later. So, at this new school, Manson was repeatedly raped and beaten oh. and he ran away from the school 18 times. 18? 18. <laughs> What? We had some security issues, people. Yeah. Uh, It was at this school he eventually developed, quote, the insane game. Oh. Which he used while he was getting raped or beaten up to convince his assailant that he was crazy. Oh, he's, Uh, you're not crazy. I'm crazy. crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck you. Uh, He would basically flail his arms around and screech like a bad man. Yeah. Until they were like, fuck, we're done with you. Go. Bye. Yeah. Get out of here. Uh, he eventually fully escapes from the school, so 19... So 19th ni- time is the charm. 19th time is charm. <laughs> okay. With two other boys in February of 1951, when oh. he was 16. Oh, okay. Charlie and these two boys were making their way to California by stealing cars and robbing gas stations. This is wild. And then, Can you imagine? I know, I'm just like, you know <laughs> what, boys? living car to car. Let's go on a road trip. <laughs> 
that we'll I'm steal. stealing. <laughs> There's a Seven Eleven up there. Let's yeah. get some hot dogs and cash. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Maybe some combos. <laughs> uh, when they were arrested in Utah. Okay. Manson was charged with a felony this time, since the cars that were stolen made it over state lines once again. And he got sent to another rough arm school. Wait, he's 16. Can he even drive? Can you drive at 16? Uh, yeah, you can get your license at 16. Oh. I got mine at 17, but you can get it at 16. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. I think it mine is 16. Okay, you're right. Okay, continue. Uh, this reform school was in Washington, D.C. and called the National Training School for Boys. Oh, which sounds, sounds like very militant. Militant. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah. His caseworker said he was extremely antisocial and he was given an aptitude test when he got to the school. He had an above average IQ of 109, but he also couldn't read or write. Oh. Which is weird. How do you have a high IQ and you can't read? I don't know. Maybe they give is it to you. somebody else reading it to you? Maybe. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Or maybe feel... it's like picture, like maybe. maybe do this and that. I don't know. Possibly. Okay. Interesting. Manson had no regard for the feelings or rights of others, and he had a difficult time maintaining any kind of relationship with his peers. Ah, okay. That checks out. He does keep raping them, and they keep raping him, so maybe that has something to do with it. <sighs> yeah. After being evaluated by a psychiatrist, he was transferred to a minimum security institution called the Natural Bridge Honor Camp in Petersburg, Virginia in October 1951. His aunt visited him regularly and told the staff she would help Charlie find a job and let him live with her if he got released. So it's nice that the aunt um, kind of... Well, she's the, also the really religious aunt that, you know, let her uh, let her husband send him to school in a dress. So... Uh, uh, well, yeah. okay. Yeah. So right. Charlie was supposed to have a parole hearing in February of 1952. So like not even four months later. Okay. But a month before this in January, he was caught raping a boy at knife point. Oh my... Oh, my God. After this ordeal, he was transferred to the Federal Reformatory in Petersburg, Virginia. Okay. Where he continued to make several more serious offenses, which included three homosexual acts. Whoa. Which is probably code for raping another boy, but uh, they all thought gay behavior was the devil back then, so. Yeah. Who knows what that means. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So, from there, Charlie got moved to another maximum security reformatory in uh, Chillicothe? 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 (laughs) Chillicothe, that's where Charlie got moved in Ohio, where he was intended to remain there until his 21st birthday in 1955. Okay. He actually ended up getting an early release of about 18 months in May of 1954, and he went to live with his aunt and uncle again in West Virginia. I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, I guess he doesn't really have a choice because he's underage, but like I'm assuming well, he, he wouldn't have been want to live with them. He wouldn't have been underage at that point. He would have been about 19 and a half because uh, he was supposed to be there till he's 21. Oh, uh, okay. But I'm pretty sure it's kind of like a fuck who was it? Ed Camp Kemper. Yeah. He could only get released to his family member early, a family member home like or whatever. Like early release and he would get yeah. with his mom. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think that's why. All right. So seven months later, in January 1955, Manson finds love. Oh. And he marries okay. Rosaline Jean Willis. I wonder if he told her everything? Um, maybe. If he did, then that's very nice of her to be with him. Right. But if he didn't, uh... Fucked up. <laughs> The two yeah. lovebirds make their way to Los Angeles. Okay. Where he's arrested after about three months because he was driving a car he had stolen in Ohio in order to get them to LA. Ah, okay. So I think there she knows a little car. bit. They weren't hitchhiking. No. Okay. So, uh, he was again charged with a felony since he took the car over state lines. Yeah. Uh, Rosalie was pregnant at the time. With his child? His child. <gasps> he has a kid? Yeah, he has several. <gasps> 
This is the first one. I did not know that. Wait till you figure out baby boy's name. You're going to love it. Okay. Rosalie was pregnant at the time, and after a psyche vow, the court granted Manson a five-year probation instead of jail time because wifey Cakes was pregnant. He had another felony car theft in Florida, which he failed to appear in court for. That old failure to appear. I don't remember when he was in Florida, but apparently he got to Florida. He's been all over the country. Yeah, but he got arrested in Indianapolis in March 1956. Okay. So he made it back to Indiana. He's literally been all over the country. He's all over the fucking place. Like, Eileen was all over Florida, but this man's all over the country. All over the country. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, so he ends up getting his probation revoked because of all this nonsense, nonsensical nonsense. Yeah. And he was sentenced to three years at Terminal Island in L.A. Okay. Which just sounds terrifying to be a jail name. Uh, This is just his fifth time incarcerated, and he's 21, 22. Yeah. Like, (laughs) that's so crazy. Rosalie gave birth to her and Manson's son while he was in jail, and they named him Charles Manson Jr., God damn it. Yeah. CJ. I hope he changed his name. (laughs) I hope he did too. During his first year of imprisonment, his mom and wife visited him all the time and his mom and wife were actually like living together at one point. Oh, so they were like buddies. Yeah. I guess Kathleen Kathleen? decided she wanted to fucking figure the shit out, I guess. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's weird. Yeah. And in March 1957, Kathleen, Charlie's mom, told Charlie the reason that they weren't visiting anymore is because Rosalie moved out and was living with another man. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Rosalie, he stole that car for you. How dare yeah. you? How dare you? Okay. So, two weeks before another parole hearing, Manson was caught trying to steal another fucking car. God damn it, Charlie. He was given five years probation and his parole was denied. In September 1958, Manson received his five years of probation and started pimping out a 16-year-old girl. Uh. In addition to getting monetary help from another teenage girl's parents who were rich. Oh, what does that mean? He was was manipulating a 16-year-old girl to get money from her parents. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Him and uh, Rosalie also started the divorce process at this time as well. Uh, he's very good with women, and I don't he understand loves, he that. He loves it. Yeah. He does, but he's women so good also at love it. him. I don't get it. <laughs> it never will. Yeah, and I say that, but never having met the man, I maybe would have fallen for it. Yeah, you definitely would have. <laughs> His little Whatever love. game he's playing, I might have fallen for the damn, it. The damn hippie vans that he had, <laughs> you definitely would have jumped in one. Oh my god, I'm so gullible. <laughs> I believe anything, and yep. I'm a flight risk. You are a flight risk. He loved a flight risk. Justin knows. <laughs> Okay, keep going. (laughs) Oh, I lost my place. Oh, there we go. In September 1959, Charlie pled guilty after being charged with trying to cash a forged check he claimed to have stolen out of a mailbox. Okay. The charge was later dropped and he received a 10-year suspended sentence and probation after a sex worker named Leona Stevens, a.k.a. Candy. Candy. Yeah, that's that's my stepmom's, like, name that we pick on her about. Catherine? Yeah, no, her name's (laughs) Carolyn, but we call her her Candy. Candy when she's being spicy. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Carolyn. <laughs> sorry, Carolyn. <laughs> Candy. Oh, that's fun. Yep. And uh, made a plea to the court that she loved Charlie and she would marry him if they didn't imprison him. Oh. Uh, she did end up marrying him, but so that she wouldn't have to testify against him in court. Ah, the old mm-hmm. husband wifery. Yep. Whatever that is. Yep. 
So Manson took his wifey cakes, Leona, and another woman on a little business trip to New Mexico. Okay. To pimp the girls out. All right. Yep. Wait, was he married to the first chick? Or they were just girlfriends? The one with the baby? He was married to her. Oh. So he got divorced. Divorced. Married Miss Leona. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. Candy. Candy. Okay. Yep, right. the sex worker. I'm, I'm and then he was like, all right, I got you and your friend, and, and we're going to go to- pimp you out. We're going to New Mexico. Oh, okay. That's great. Uh, Manson ends up getting held for questioning for this vi- for violating the Mann Act. The Mann Act? The Mann Act. What's the Mann Act? <laughs> uh, is known as the White Slave Traffic Act, oh. and it's a federal law that was created to make it illegal for interstate or foreign commerce transportation of any woman or girl for the purpose of sex work or any immoral purpose. So sex trafficking. Sex trafficking, yes. And what year is this? Nine, uh, like 1970s? Yeah, no. We, why do you think we're in the 70s already? <laughs> Uh, he's I'm living in the future. He's probably in his twenties, so I would say nineteen, late, mid to late nineteen fifties. Huh. He seems like an old man. Yes. <laughs> at this point, he's oh, lived the life of one. Though. That's yep. so crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's still an issue to this day. Yes. Even worse. That's fantastic. That's great. So Charlie, he does end up getting released after being questioned, but the feds they were still keeping an eye on our old boy Charlie. Okay, that's good. Uh, he ended up disappearing and trying to go incognito, which violated his parole. So a bench warrant was issued for our good boy, Charlie. Okay. Then an indictment for violating the Mann Act was also issued. Probably because the feds, like, finally found enough evidence to get him in court and charge him. him. Yeah. Yeah. After one of the Manson girls was arrested for sex work in Laredo, Texas. Okay. And he was extradited to L.A., where he was sentenced to 10 years for violating his parole. Ah. Let me guess. He doesn't stay the whole 10 years. Uh, he actually does. Oh. Mm -hmm. Whoa. All right, good job. Uh, what is it? Justice system. Well, uh, Charlie <laughs> spent the first year of his imprisonment working on his appeal. Okay. In July 1961, he was transferred from L.A. County Jail to the U.S. Penitentiary at McNeil Island in Washington State. Okay. Kathleen actually moved to Washington State to be closer to Charlie during his imprisonment here, and she worked as a waitress. Huh. I don't know why Kathleen started decided she wanted to be a mom. She all of a sudden loved him? At an adult. But be- yeah, I was just about to say, is it because he's an adult now? I don't and know. she doesn't, like, quote-unquote, have to take care of Maybe him? Maybe she's sober now, and she's, like, this part of, like, her step... Um, yeah, you know. No. It's step four. Step four? I don't know. I thought it was 12 steps. I just made that oh. up. <laughs> well, while in prison, Charlie had quite the group of friends, and he made a lot of contacts and had a lot of hobbies. Okay. He likes mingling with people. He's yeah. good at it. He He's very chatty. And he ends up he's taking- He's a chatty Scorpio, which he's is weird. He's very, very chatty. That's dangerous. Never meet a chatty Scorpio. <laughs> I don't know any chatty Scorpios. Oh, they're going to get in your head. Oh. Hey, Charlie's a Scorpio. Fuck. <laughs> and she's terrified. Scorpio is supposed to be uh, my sister sign, and I she's don't see so it. scary. Oh, she's terrifying. Okay. So he, because he likes to mingle, took some guitar lessons from a gang leader named Alvin, a.k.a. Creepy Carpus. Oh, his nickname was Creepy. Yeah. That's, that's, like, that's a good sign, right? <laughs> that's fun. Okay. Uh, he also was able to obtain the name of a higher up at Universal Studios in Hollywood, who was a producer named Phil Kaufman. Okay. I, he's <laughs> so... I don't understand. He's, I guess he's charismatic. During his annual review at the prison, he was noted to have, quote, tremendous drive to call attention to himself. 
Ah, attention-seeking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Great. Uh, in June 1966, he was transferred back to Terminal Island in preparation for an early release. And at this point, at age 32, Charlie had spent more time in prison or at reform schools than he had as a free man. Yeah. Or free boy. He actually requested to remain in the prison, and he called it his home. It's his home. It's yeah. his home. That's the only thing he's known. That's where he feels safe. And mm-hmm. he gets three meals a day he gets a bed to sleep on music lessons yeah he knows people there like he's comfortable there oh boy uh he was perfectly content playing his guitar Mm -hmm. taking walks in the yard and writing his music all while in prison and safe he didn't have to work he didn't have to do anything except just exist no and that's kind of where (sighs) i would say the first section of his life ends and then we'll start the the next section in part two that was it yeah i didn't want to so if we go to part one and part two it's like a two-hour episode but if we split them up it's like 45 minutes to an hour each oh okay but that is the first installment of charlie manson but we're gonna release them really quickly guys so that you don't have to wait yeah you're not gonna have to get like impatient and yeah yeah i think we're gonna do like on a a tuesday and then a thursday yeah and then yeah then you guys can hear the rest of the story oh my god well that was wild i know i was really just kind of getting into it (laughs) i know i like to keep you on your toes what's charlie gonna do now oh so that's our background no charlie all right yeah uh, well thanks for that i yep. appreciate it baby no no name manson oh god yeah he uh he didn't have the greatest upbringing uh, uh, i'm glad his mom wanted to hang out with him like later in his life i mean she didn't want to take care of him as a child but you know uh, yeah and i mean he <laughs> he was a sissy as his uncle uh, stated he was a sissy yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he did force him to wear a dress um just fucked up yeah, and it's weird. Didn't you say you got mad at him for acting like a sissy, and then he put him in a dress? Put him in a dress. Yeah, wouldn't you want to yeah. like make him more quote manly? Yeah, like what are we doing here? This give is... him some stupid power tools. I don't know, baseball bat. <laughs> yeah. Actually, don't give him anything that he can harm other people with. <laughs> no, 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 no. Charlie um, does not need sharp objects. He does not. Um, or to be the ability to talk to anyone. Apparently, no. Uh, but he I can... guess we're gonna get there. Yeah, he can do anything through other people's bidding. So. Yeah, damn, that's wild. But uh, thank you for joining us yeah. for part one of Charlie Manson. Yeah, and before we go, before we go, before we go, <laughs> you should follow us uh, on the Instagram. On the Insta at hashtag MurderPod. Spell the whole thing out. Yeah, we got memes, we got stories, but we got all kinds. We of We got stuff. puppy photos. The puppers. There's um, gonna be a new one. A new one. Ducky button. Yeah, lemon head. Bug. Little lily head. Lemon head. Lemon head. <laughs> <laughs> that was my cat. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Listen, Ducky butt loves her some cats. Oh, she does. It's very sweet. They don't love her, but she loves them. <laughs> Uh, and you, if you like this episode, give us five stars. Five stars. Yeah, I don't see why not. If you hate us, still give us five stars. Sure. <laughs> why not? You made it this far. Just do Just it. Just do you it. You gave it the old college try. Share it. <laughs> oh, my God. Just let it happen. Oh, man. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for hanging out. Love, Love you. Bye. bye. Don't set your neighbor's Christmas presents on fire. Because that's kind of fucked up. Bye. Thank you for listening to Hashtag Murder. Episodes are written and edited by Alex Lewis and Scarlett Hipton. Our intro and outro music is written and played by Derek Branton. Our cover art is by the lovely Lauren Walker. And our name was created by the most wonderful, supportive, and super hot boyfriend, Dustin Branton.
We hope you've enjoyed your time with us, and if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or ideas, you can reach us at hashtag murderpod at gmail.com. That's H-A-S-H-T-A-G murderpod at gmail.com. And don't forget to tell all of your friends about us. Thanks. Bye. It's like spaghetti. (laughs) Straight until it's wet. Oh, God damn it. Is he dead? Uh, I'll cut this out. <laughs> We're going to cut this out. An extra bite. Fuck, not extra bited. Jesus. <laughs> I thought it was Chillicothe. All right. Chillicothe. We tried. <laughs> we went to the Googs. It's Chillicothe. He's being like, shit. <laughs> to Maine. Oh, fuck. And one prison. Uh, not prison. Fuck. <laughs> one. Pr- <laughs> he started. Blah, blah, blah. His aunt and uncle had an older. <laughs> Every time you got to start over. Uh, okay. All right. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I just knocked my glasses off my face. <laughs> okay. All right. Repair. At Chilicothe. Wait, hold on. Paging Whitney. Uh, oh, I already said that. <laughs>